0: You are listening to Indie Radio, where we do content the Indie way. Hello, Hello. welcome to our new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kinte, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here. And I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Mosaic. Can you guys hear Hi. me? Hi. Huh? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Mosaic. How are you doing, Mosaic?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: awesome uh tell
1: me how was your weekend my weekend
2: was good it was um pretty relaxing kind of chilled out uh-huh.
1: uh
2: i went to a friend's house and then out with her and I didn't, I didn't really try to do anything i, I just did whatever i wanted to do
0: <laughs> all right so you're just doing what you want to do i love it i love it i love it i love it all right so uh you know, we have a uh, pretty good show for you guys tonight. Um, we're going to continue kind of like where we left off last week. We're doing just the random topics and um, uh, we have a nice panel that we've assembled for you. Uh, one of our panelists, she uh, dropped off, but I'm sure she'll be back on uh, any moment now. Um, so let's, oh, here she is. So let's start off with the ladies first. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, Dr. Amira. How are you doing, Dr. Amira?
3: I'm doing wonderful. Hey, so happy yeah,
1: it's
2: been a long time, girl. I do. Tell the what audience a little,
0: saying? a little bit of, tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
2: Oh, well, I'm a. Uh, I,
3: well, I can't define myself as just one thing, but. Let me just say, I'm an awesome person. However, uh, (laughs) uh, I'm a holistic uh, healer who does a lot of things in terms of uh, psychic uh, readings and energy readings. I do cleanses, chakra cleanses, and I'm a life coach among anything involving a herbalist, anything involving that. However, I am a wife. I'm an adoptee. I am a mother of a five-year-old now. So I'm about to adopt a child. As you can hear him in the background, he's saying, mommy, mommy, mommy. For uh. another. I don't know what he wants, and he knows he's supposed to be getting ready for bed. However, so, and I'm a wife, and I'm a grandmother of four and one on the way. So, I'm in a business entrepreneurship and an expert in a lot of things, in dabbling to uh, spirituality, amongst other things, and just kind of nav- trying to navigate my way through this DCS system division children's services because that's what you have to deal with when you drop your child out of foster care because it can be a headache but i would encourage people to adopt uh, because it's not as it's not as hard as you think it is just tedious because you know how the government is um, so that's in a nutshell that's the small part about me and i'm kind of a lover of people unless you get on my nerves
1: <laughs> <laughs> Such
2: a tourist.
1: At the I love yeah.
0: it, I love it. Right. all right. Well, I'm so glad that you are here and uh, and I really appreciate all that you do and uh, I'm be interested to hear your points of view tonight. All right, so uh, our next lady on the panel is uh, once again is Tori. How you doing, Tori? Oh, is she frozen? I think she is frozen. Uh, so what we're gonna do is uh, get her we'll get her back on. Um, all right, so let's do this while we're waiting for Tori. Let's let start with the gentleman. Uh, this guy, he's a podcaster as well, a good friend of mine, and uh, we'll be doing a podcast on Fridays. Uh, and I want him to talk a little bit about that. It's the one and only Josh. Oh, that's that's me.
4: <laughs> Wasn't expecting this. What's up, man? Hey. My, you probably want me to tell you what's up and what's up with the WODcast, which comes at you every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, where we talk to writers, actors, directors, and all of those special little jobs on set when it comes to film and television production. Why do we do it? Because, you know, it's fun, and that's why we do it. Uh, we've had a lot of great guests and really looking forward to, uh, to you, Kente, being our, our third chair, starting with episode number 45. We haven't nailed down a topic yet, but the ideas
0: are in the group chat and some
1: feedback would be appreciated.
0: Okay. I will be glad to give feedback because you know me. I'm Mr. Feedback. That's why uh, you were
4: invited to the show.
0: (laughs) Right. So uh, I'm glad to have you on, and I'll be looking forward to uh, Friday nights. Um, Also, another person I'm going to be doing a podcast with uh, coming up, uh, this guy, he's a tennis coach as well as a avid art collector and an all-around good human being. It's the one and only Lamb. How are you doing, Lamb?
5: I'm doing well, Mr. Ferguson. I appreciate the, the accolades.
0: Yes. And, I mean, he's not just a tennis co- pro. He's the tennis pro of tennis <laughs>
5: pros. Okay, now you're talking. <laughs> yes.
0: So, uh, you know... He's gonna get my game to where i'm gonna win the french open uh maybe not this year but next year for sure
5: yeah which lifetime (laughs)
0: this (laughs) lifetime all right i'm gonna win all right i'm gonna take down uh, all of those guys but uh we're actually starting a tennis podcast called uh, no pushers allow the tennis podcast so um uh actually uh explain what a pusher is uh briefly
5: Uh, that that would be me, right? Yeah. Uh, Anyone that goes out on the tennis court with the intention that they don't necessarily want to end the point, and they just are content to keep balls in play.
1: Right.
0: And that's like a a dirty word in the tennis game, so being a pusher. You don't want to be known as a pusher. So. (laughs) So. So, I mean, I'd be lucky to be a pusher. So. (laughs) but you know, that's me though, so but um, yeah, uh, and, and I know a lot of you subscribe to the uh, Facebook page that I made, uh, for, for him, uh, you know, uh, showing his uh, exploits on the tennis court. So, thank you all. All right, so also joining us, another returning champ is. Tori, who's doing a podcast as well, starting Tuesday.
6: Yeah, I'm sorry. I My internet connection was wavering up on the second floor, so I had to go down to the first floor, but hi.
0: Hey, so tell us about your podcast that's coming up uh, Tuesday.
6: Okay, so it's called The Infectious Geek, and it's kind of more like horror movie related. Like we're going to do a lot of throwbacks to the 50s and 60s horror movies. And uh, I've interviewed the sheriff from the original Night of the Living Dead. And I've interviewed zombies from Day of the Dead. And I really, really like the whole horror genre. So we're going to be doing a few shows about that. But I do all things nerdy, too. So it'll be really cool.
0: All right. So if you want to get your nerd fix, Tori and Josh definitely got you on that. For sure. So those are our resident nerds. So. Uh, Thank you. All right, so random topics now these topics are really coming out uh, I haven't even thought about them. So this is kind of a freestyle show I like doing these it keeps me on my toes and The first thing I wanted to talk about is and it kind of piggybacks on something We brought up on the last show that Josh was nice enough to participate with Um, and uh, I did this as a uh, me and lamb talked about this as well um, this idea of protecting your lady, right? And what do you expect uh, from your your man when it comes to protection? <laughs> um, and uh, so I, and anyone who listened to the last week show, I gave a scenario um, about, um, <laughs> uh, you, uh, I asked Josh this question. I said, if you were in the woods camping with your lady and she got up to use the bathroom and then you went to go, you know, she she didn't come back. You went to go um, see what happened to her and and Bigfoot had her in a warm embrace. What do you do? Do you, you know, do you make an attempt to try to take Bigfoot out to save your lady? Do you run like a coward, you know? And um, it's funny, I've asked this question to different guys and I've gotten some pretty interesting answers. Uh, You know, Uh, I'm trying to remind me, Josh, what did you say last week?
4: Oh, we went a lot of different paths with this one. Uh, I believe at one point that uh, it it turned into a menage. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I believe the final answer was, uh, let's see if I remember right. I said, oh, God, it looks like I'm going to have to fight Bigfoot.
0: (laughs) And uh, since Lam wasn't on the show last week, can you tell the audience what you said when I asked you personally uh, that question?
5: Uh, I said that if my honey was silly enough to go to the woods, uh, (laughs) bathroom by herself, then Bigfoot is definitely gonna have his way uh, tonight. (laughs) Oh
2: my God, so you're the one who said that. And I was like, why would you let her go by herself?
1: (laughs) like
0: She she was going that's funny uh okay so now you know we're bigfoot is obviously uh he may or may not really exist but there's something we can talk about uh being in a position where you get in a confrontation over you know with your um lady's honor you know, to be uh, restored or protected or whatever you want to call it. And so, especially as a younger guy, you know, I think a lot of times we've fallen, we fall in the trap of, you know, we gotta, you know, we have to fight, we have to do whatever, you know, because of some, maybe even insignificant um, situation. But the question I want to ask, I'm gonna start with the guys. And then I want to ask the ladies kind of what they expect, and we're not talking about Bigfoot, we're talking about, you know, actual situation. Um, you know, I'll put the scenario more in the realm of real life. Um, you actually have a man, right? We'll say he's the same height, weight, whatever. And let's say he's he was being inappropriate with your lady, you know? We'll start we're gonna start with you Josh because I like the look on your face already so, uh, <laughs> so he's being inappropriate with your lady maybe maybe we're at a, a <clears> this <throat> party or something and he maybe had a few to drink to drink and he starts getting a little handsy with the lady um how do you exercise how far you're gonna go to handle that situation because these situations do happen
4: how far will I go well um you got to issue the warning first, right? Like that's, that's the first step. Let him know that the behavior is not acceptable. If it continues, then you get, uh, maybe just a little physical. If he wants to escalate, then, you know, you got to put him down, mm. but okay. you, you can't be the one that escalates it to that point, you know, for mostly legal reasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So you you don't mind getting physical?
4: Not if it's absolutely necessary. And, and if somebody is being handsy, if it is being incredibly inappropriate, and it's uh, really bothering my significant other, then, yeah, it has to come to a stop one way or another. Um, the, the only other solution is, of course, to walk away. But... Who's to say it doesn't happen again? So sometimes you do need to set an example as well.
0: That's right, and use that military training on their butt. (laughs) Yeah, okay. What what about you, Lamb? How do you diffuse that? How would you diffuse that kind of situation?
5: Well, my question to you would be: What is my significant other doing while this is occurring?
0: Um, she's getting annoyed. She's getting annoyed by the way he's acting.
5: Okay, I guess the first thing would be to uh, reason, mm-hmm. uh, or and if that doesn't work, leave the situation. So, uh, my woman and I are out of there.
0: Oh, so you, so you, the, you're really not trying to get to a physical situation. You really want to. Um, uh, just just remove yourself from it.
5: Right, I, I think in the first place, the idea of reasoning is ridiculous because the person likely knows that they're going beyond certain boundaries. And so if you have to attempt to reason with somebody that clearly is being disrespectful, perhaps the best thing to do is to leave under the circumstances.
0: Mm. Okay, I, I can dig that. I can do that. Now, I really want to get with the ladies on this because um, I don't know if any of you ladies have been in a situation like that. If so, say you have or you haven't. Have you? Have you, Tori? Oh, you're on mute. Sorry.
6: (laughs) Uh, I've been in relationships where the guy has been extremely possessive and jealous to the point where if a guy comes, okay. You know David. You remember David? I remember David. (laughs) Okay, well, I would post a selfie or something like that. And guys would comment on my selfies. Be like, oh, you're so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. You know how Facebook does. Well, he would get mad at me for their comments. And I'm like... How are you going to get mad at me? It's not my fault. You know, like this is like completely out of the realm of my control. Like I can't control other people's actions. So he would get like really mad. And uh, I didn't know how to deal with it because I would uh, definitely be like upset that he was so mad. We get into arguments about it. But at the end of the day, like, I can't control people's comments. And then I've been on the other spectrum where the guy didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like He was like, whatever. And then he continued to do his own thing. So, like, uh, I'd like to meet in the middle. You know what I mean? Like, I would like a guy that would care, but I wouldn't want him to get, like, overly
0: jealous. Mm. That's interesting. Um. So, you, you don't want him to not react... You want him to to uh, show that, you know, you're my.
1: You're yeah, be, be a, like, that's
0: sorry.
6: my girl, bro. You know, just like give the heads up to the guy. Be like, hey, man, that's my girl. Like, she's uncomfortable with you talking to her like that. Why don't you back off a little bit? Not even like in a threatening way or anything like that, but like, you know, being like, Hey man, that's my girlfriend, you know? And if the guy who's hitting on me had any kind of respect for me, he would be like, yeah, okay, cool. Sorry about that. You know? But I would also be the one in the situation to say, I have a boyfriend, you know, like you shouldn't be talking to me, you know?
0: Mm, Okay. Um, What about you, Dr. Amira? uh one is what would you do in the situation as the person being hit on and then also what responsibility do you believe that you have to make sure it doesn't get to a certain point two too.
3: Well, I'm a queen, first of all, Uh, so (laughs) I'm going to check in the gate before my my uh, my Leo husband, because he's something else. I'm just telling you for the record. He is something else. And the way he rolls, I don't think nobody want to try that. We've been in situations where people have came to me in a in a slight uh uncomfortable position and he let them have it um what even out would even looking like a bear or crazy insane in the mem- in membrane uh type of cat so he didn't really he went in but he didn't go in to the point where the person felt like they was gonna pop the trunk or anything like that but he wouldn't even trust me <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know so we have we definitely have a different type of understanding you know I, I try to put myself in a situation um to understand that uh I try to kill stuff off before it, it it goes to that level because who wants to you know go through a situation where your mate may have to uh pop the trunk or possibly uh, <laughs> you know pull out his deuce and start duking it out like that um so I tried to not experience that but we have gone and we have gone there with people though so I'm not gonna sit up here and say in our younger uh years of dating that we did have to get uh with a couple people you know uh female and males because I'm I'm a bull a Taurus right and that's not bullshit you know um, so I, I've had to put myself in a situation where I had to get with a couple females that was disrespectful, uh, <laughs> that, that, didn't know it was like, okay. Uh, but other than that, you know, in our younger time, but now we've been married for, you know, we've been together for quite some time now for over a decade. So we really don't really have to do all that necessarily. Cause sometimes we can just look at people like, uh, you out of line and the person like, oh, 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 that's you, that's you. So that's, that's the situation that we're in now currently, but when we were, you know, back in the day when we were youthful and we was looking into each other's eyes and recognizing the greatness, <laughs> of <them. laughs> we, we didn't allow people, you know, it just, it, it went down so to speak, but you know, now when you get older, it's not so bad. You, sometimes you just give people the eye and they kind of would be respectful. That's, it's all about the energy you carry at this stage, but go ahead.
0: Mm, okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Mosaic? What, how do you uh... um,
2: I've, I've had to actually have my husband check somebody before. Like, you know, I've, I work in the uh, shelter system and, well, social services. And so, when I was in the men's shelter, um, there was a particular guy who wanted to, like, he had to touch me all the time. When he, I'm like, stop touching me. And so, one day, I punched him. <laughs> And he was like, "You know, you' on camera. You can get fired for that I said, "I don't give a <laughs> not this job. <laughs> you touch me again, I'ma punch you in your face. Like, don't put your hands. Don't touch me." And he would just have to walk past me. Always like to touch my arm or touch my shoulder. I'm like, and I would always like follow up like hitting him. So I had to tell my husband to have a conversation with him, and because we both worked at the same place and. Ever since then, Duke wouldn't even speak to me no more. But because people, like, people would never really try to try my husband in front of me because he, he's 6'3. He's br- he's built like a brick house. He's like fires muscles and stuff going. Like, he's really, really strong. And so, like, especially like being in the shelter environment, they've seen him pick up a whole couch and throw it in the dumpster. So,
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
2: and like, oh, yeah, your husband is strong. Uh, we don't muscle him. But, most people won't just mess with by because of how big he is, like you know. But um, you have to set those boundaries with people, you know. Like, like if I guess even if it was if, if I was dating somebody, I would expect you know, you can almost guarantee I'm gonna say something to the guy for trying to touch me or something like that. But I, I do expect a man to kind of like step in, like, hey man, like don't don't put, don't touch her no more or something like that. You ain't it don't necessarily have to become to a physical thing now if it gets to that point then you know so be it but you know it shouldn't have to get there but if you're being disrespectful you should back down when somebody asks you to stop
0: yeah i, I now uh, something that that i find interesting is uh what do you what do you think about what would turn you off from a guy um not handling that situation properly uh, not necessarily your significant others but But um what would what would turn you guys off the ladies about how they would handle that situation?
2: I guess if a if a guy if somebody is accosting or harassing me and you don't say anything to them and you see it, that is like an ultimate like like hell like that's a conversation, like what's wrong with you? You know like, right. why why are you why could why didn't you say anything or like especially if it if it keeps happening and you're just sitting there like saying nothing, then I'm I'm questioning like are what are you scared or something? Like what what's going on? Like I I don't that that ain't gonna fly with me.
1: Mm.
0: What about the uh, the other ladies in the conversation? Same thing I
6: mean <laughs> I would expect my guy. My guy now would definitely say something. Like, oh. I agree with her.
2: No, like I think women you want to feel protected. That's the the, the main thing is to, to feel protected by the person that you're with. If I can't feel protected by you, then I I can't I don't think I could trust you in a situation that, like that.
3: Who want a punk for a man though? Honestly, I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm just gonna say it flat out. And he says, Is uh, polishing it? I'm not gonna polish, I'm gonna take it. I don't want no punk. At least, you know, we, we gotta get beat up, we're just gonna get beat up together. But I'll tell you what, no way that right. my man is. I wish my Leo man would just sit there and let some men talk to me and got away. Shoot. And we both the same height. I don't give a dang. You heard me? I don't care. It don't matter. Let somebody, man, it's not going down like that. We didn't got that kind of relationship. You don't let nobody talk to me crazy. He wouldn't even let a, a family member, any, any of his family members, talk to me crazy. Not that they have because they love me because I'm so adorable. But that's <laughs> not the point. The point is that that wouldn't just not happen. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I just had to interject real quick. Thank
1: you. No, no. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My
2: husband won't even let like my, my mom has like gone off (laughs) some stuff one time. And he was like, if she called back one more time, I'm going to tell her, don't call my, make my wife upset. (laughs) And I was sitting there like, Lord, please don't let her call. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) But yeah, he will, he will step in and intervene if he sees that something is bothering me. And I, I appreciate that about him.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's very interesting though. Like I've I've seen guys get punked, and it, I don't know if you ever see someone get embarrassed and you got embarrassed and the shit didn't even happen to you. You know, <laughs> you're like <laughs> you're like, oh man, like I seen this, I seen this guy years ago at a McDonald's. Um he was chilling with this lady in the back, you know, it would I, I guess it was his girl or whatever. And um mind you, the whole back was open. There was there was nobody back there, but me and I was like, uh, you know, across the way. And it was all these seats. And then these four gangbangers came in. And one guy, I guess he was a leader walks right over to the guy and says, you sitting in my seat. And he looks up and he looks and sees all the open seats. And he sees all the other guys that are with him. And he said, He tried to say, well, wait a minute. There's seats everywhere. And he said, you're sitting in my seat. So then he turns over to his woman and says, all right, well, let's get out of here. And she's like, I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Come on. Brother man. man. (laughs) He looked at her and was like, he bounced. (laughs) Like that dude got up out of there. And uh, the, the little gangster dude sat with her and started, you know, talking to her and all of that stuff. So he basically punked, punked him for his girl. I, look, he was smart. You know, what is he gonna take on all four of those guys in the McDonald's? You know, and and she had that attitude, you know. So, you know, but it was kind of, you know, you you felt his pain though. He had to walk a shame when he was walking out of there. Well- you know?
3: I don't, I, don't think, I don't think I wouldn't again. I'll be like, yo, uh, it's other places to see, but you want this seat? I mean, have at it. This just ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? That's something different. It ain't that he defending her. It is the point of level of why stoop today ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it it's not even worth it. But if her dumb uh, behind don't stay there with him and talk with her little frisky, little fast tails, you, you know, you can <laughs> have at her. So right.
1: if, I see,
3: if I see you again, chick, it's like that. Don't even speak to me. You don't mm-hmm. know me.
5: It's a wrap. You I have a question. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Go ahead.
5: Should uh, your man interject before you say something? Or would you like the opportunity to say something first to address the issue? And then if uh, it's not um, reciprocated with a proper response, then your man does what he's supposed to do.
3: I mean, it depends on the situation. I I usually let my man speak uh first for the most part if that's what it is but i mean in some cases some cases it ain't even worth his time it ain't even worth him talking no seriously but if my man feel like he want to speak let me tell you something that little that little guy he'll cut me off he'll he'll hold my hand and be like i got this you know what i mean that's the kind of man <laughs> i wrote it. uh so you know but i mean for the most part it just kind of it's one of them situations it just depends on the situation though but normally he would speak so I, it's not a thing of me wanting him or not wanting him if it's something that i don't feel comfortable with saying he certainly will say it or if it's something that i feel comfortable with saying and it's something that i feel like i or I, we feel like i can handle then i would handle it but for the most part my man is a gentleman you know so I let him be a man, you know, as the saying go, you know, my mother always told me, let a man be a man. let his balls hang, you know what I'm saying? So I let
0: him... <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it, I love it, I love it. I love it. And All I
2: right. don't have to worry about my husband saying like, my husband's pretty quiet. So and he when he speaks it's purposefully. <laughs> he has very purposeful conversation. He does not waste his words. So like if he sees I'm on coming, he's very possessive of me too. So uh, and my mom teases him all the time because he's over and she'll say, Well, he's always talking about my wife, my wife. You don't you're not a possession, you don't belong to him. <laughs> but that's just how my husband is. But if he had to say something like he he gonna he will fight and he know his wife will fight. So
0: <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't your husband pay that dowry to get you?
2: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, I still, I, I'm not a possession.
0: <laughs> hey, them goats, them goats, and then Bill. Hey, he had to pay. So it's different. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So there, all right. So here's another topic I want to get to um this one i don't know may be difficult for some of us maybe not has anyone ever had to break up with somebody but, but i'm gonna throw this out but you felt really crappy about doing it because
3: I, i'm sorry i said repeat that one more time i want to be sure that i hear
0: you has anyone ever had to break up with somebody but you felt bad doing it because there's really nothing concrete why you want to break up with them. They're actually a really good person. They're they're nice. There's really no complaints, but for some reason, you're just not feeling it. And you almost hope they cheat on you to make it easy. (laughs) You know, you're like, you know, like you're looking for that thing to just say, oh, I'm out of here. You know, you burnt my grits. You know, (laughs) you know, whatever, whatever whatever it is. Right. Big shout out to Ronald Smith in the audience. Um, But like. Not I mean. Not all breakups are the same when you have to pull the trigger. And. You know. So I always hear this when it comes to breaking up and it's usually levied at us men is. It's the way you did it. It's the way you did it. And I mean, I want to push back on that. We're going to get into that. But I first want to go, like, has anyone ever had to break up with someone who really didn't do anything? They're a good person, but you just wasn't feeling it. Yes.
6: So my now best friend. Oh, gosh. Well, he. I got a battery He's a great guy. He's an amazing guy. I love him to death, but he's—he's he's a pussy. <laughs> like he wasn't—he wasn't man enough for me. Like he wasn't like he wouldn't get into a fight and like he wouldn't stand up for me. Like that kind of guy. Like he's a big pushover. You know? I don't know. Like he. I don't want to put his business out there like this, but like he lost his virginity like eight years ago and he was like 56. Like he doesn't have any like romantic experience. Yeah. So he was like definitely the 40 year old virgin. And like, I, I'm a hustler. I'm a street girl. I've been to jail a lot. Like I live I lived, I don't live anymore, but I lived a fast life. And he just didn't match that he didn't understand the streets the way that I did, so we were from two different worlds, and although he loved me to death and I'm sure that he would really really be a good man to me, I just couldn't I just couldn't do it <laughs> and I had to break up with him, and it broke his heart
0: uh, uh, shout out to Tori. uh her man wasn't gangster enough for her. <laughs>
6: it's it's true, <laughs> my man now is gangster, though, so
0: oh <laughs> okay, that is hilarious uh wow, he it's so funny the whole virgin thing we're gonna actually talk about virginity uh and Lamb knows what I'm talking about uh with this that's funny that'd be that'd have been a great segue, but um, um wow, okay, so uh, what about you, Mosaic? Have you ever had to break up with somebody that yeah? Oh, you're on mute.
2: It wasn't really a breakup for real. It was like, I was, talk- we were like in the talking phase. So I'll talk to you i to make sure that it's good because I, I don't want to get to the point where we're like, <laughs> yeah, but um, but the thing was, he, he was a good guy. He was nice. He was a musician, you know, I, I like musicians and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but he just looked like Neo. And sure. I could not get past his face. <laughs> as shallow as that may seem, I could not get past his face, and I was just like, Ugh, "I can't." And like, he was nice, but he just looked like Neo. And can
1: I, can
0: I, can I quick in, make a quick interjection? Because sure. I think we lost Josh, not Neo from the Matrix. We're
1: oh, Neo the singer. singer. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah his his face just I could not. And every time, and then like every time I saw him, he looked, and then he would wear those fedoras, and he would just look more like Neo. I just like, ugh, I could not. <laughs> I, I was just like, I cannot look at him, and I was like, great guy, He probably was, you know, a very good. He's a, a very good guy, would we'll make a great husband to somebody, just not me. Uh, <laughs> so I had to like, I just stopped talking to him because he wanted more, and it was just like I couldn't get past his face.
0: That is hilarious. Yeah, and so I mean, like I told my, Neo...
2: I tell my cousin about. I was like, "Yeah, girl." Like she was like, "But what? Like you know?" So we do like y'all do. You be like, "So what else? Like what else that he's working with?" I was like, "Well, he's working with some stuff now." But I can't get past his face. I can't even get to that part. Like, no. Oh,
1: <laughs>
0: Poor Neo. I mean, uh, yeah. Wow, that's that's something else. Uh, what about you, Lamb? Have you ever had to? Uh you know, break up with somebody that, you know, you felt bad about doing it? Uh-oh, man. Did we lose
5: you? Uh, no, you didn't lose me. Are you, are you asking me the question? Yeah, yeah. Um, I did when I was 17 years old. Um, I was dating someone that was uh, 20 and a uh, fellow tennis player and um, beautiful human being inside and out. And I was fortunate that she chose me uh, and she had a lot of other opportunities with other guys. And um, But it wasn't really going anywhere. So I would suggest that I meet her parents and uh, it didn't happen. She met mine and it didn't. It didn't seem like it was going anywhere. And so, uh, I just got tired of going to the courts where she was because she played as well, played on the team. And uh, I just started ignoring her. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to break up. And so I just ignored her. And that was the. That was the extent of it. It's one my. It's it's my one and only regret.
0: Um, uh, lamb invented ghosting.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Look, it was my one and only regret. If I had to do it all over again, uh, I would, I mean, in hindsight, I mean, it's hindsight, I'm more mature now. So I would have, I would have done it differently.
1: Hmm.
0: Oh, and someone says... Ignoring is the word.
2: Yes, also to Yvonne's comment, yes, honey, I did check it. And yeah, he was working. But no, mm -mm. I couldn't even put a bag on it. I can't get back space. Oh, wow.
0: Wow. Uh, Josh, have you ever had to do the deed like
4: that? Well, you know, when you live the kind of life I have, chances are that a situation like this is going to come up? Never. So no.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So see, there is um not all of us on the panel are, are cold-blooded assassins. Uh <laughs> let me get I know Dr. Mary, you've had to give somebody the walking paper or something. Man. When they, when they were...
3: Let me tell you something. I'm gonna be real. I'm keep, I'm gonna be honest. Let me give you the polished answer on this one. Um no, I'm not gonna give you positive. No, just kidding. Um, well, <laughs> Of course, I've had my heart broken. I feel like Frank Sinatra in this in this bitch. I've had my heart broken. I've had it stomped on. I've stomped on a few to pay them back for stomping on mine. Um, yeah, I, yeah, of course. I mean, I've dumped people and they've dumped me. And did it break? Did I feel a certain kind of way about it? I feel bad about it. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because uh it wasn't meant to be, and it just wasn't it wasn't like that for us. And it it it, it just wasn't working. And I'm not getting ready to stay anywhere and be unhappy. And I'm not gonna stay anywhere and make anybody else unhappy. If I'm not making a person happy or they're not making me happy, I'm not gonna beg to stay. I'm not gonna get on my hands and knees, but please, baby, please, baby, please, baby. No, that's not happening. I'm just gonna exit out uh politely. Uh exit Elvis has left the building, you know, in this bitch. So that's what has to, has to happen. I mean, who? Yeah. So y'all gonna stay there and be miserable? Even mm-hmm. if you just don't feel right. If you're not. You gotta be kind of attracted to the person. They gotta have like a cute eyeball or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know right. you wanna be looking at somebody that you wake up like, damn. You know what I mean? You roll over. You and know. Up in Leo's
2: face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
3: like a man. That's like a man thing. Like I, I could imagine how men feel. Me and my husband's talked about this before. Well, you just kind of wake up and you you know you have like a late a late night and you have a little sip sip you know back in the club days you know back in the day right and you look and you be like yeah yeah baby we're going home and then you wake up and you look and then you're laying next to a bar cooler oh no <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just gotta <laughs> keep it moving you know you won't be laying with nobody that look like look like sanford and son or somebody i'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> <Friend G Sanford. laughs> no i'm not I'm just,
1: no, y'all. that
3: I'm, is funny well i can't do it no i you know i'm not gonna be miserable i just i just can't do it and, and sometimes it's meant to be and and i don't have to be a jerk about it i just be like hey this ain't working or or i stop calling shoot i don't stop calling play we ain't gonna play this game on this panel so nobody's ever set up or just didn't call the person back because, shoot, you ain't wanna, you ain't feel like dealing with all that crying and stuff. You just was like, yo. You know, I was wild back in the day. And I just was like, look, I'm not doing this no more. This, I'm not doing. I remember the, the one person I broke, this one person I broke up with, that, that was crazy. Okay? So let me just tell y'all this quick story real yeah, quick. That is crazy. So back in the day, you know in between after i was kind of in between my child's my uh my high school love uh versus my ex hood my yeah my ex-husband so you know i dated this uh guitar player he was like really popping like he was getting ready to make it you hear me he was like a prince he was like a prince slash jimmy hendrix slash I don't know, he was just good at what he did, right? He could play the guitar with his hand, with his tongue. I'm sorry, he could set it on fire. He was just cold, okay. And I was like really curious because you know what they say about musicians. I was, mm. I was like, oh, let me see what it. You know. and then of course, I didn't get that far with him because he was he was very eccentric and weird, but I like that because I'm kind of weird and eccentric, etc. Right, but not that level. So one day, you know, he had a gig. He said, "Hey, come up here and, you know what I'm saying? I want you to uh pick up my little money, you know, tip money, wear that little dress on the stage." I was like, "Okay, cool." So I showed up. And then right before his gig, he went in the bathroom and he's like, "Don't let him, don't let nobody in here." And I was like, "What?" I mean, I was like, uh-uh. So I just sensed that something was off the rectors, OK? So long story short, I looked in that bathroom. You know how you can look at the keyhole back in the day and saw him shooting up? Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about?
1: Mm-hmm. I said,
3: oh, no. I done it so fast. That there was a no call, no show. I left so fast because, oh, no, I don't do heroin addicts. Sorry. Um, so that was a pleasurable breakup. That was a no call, no show. You hear me? And he kept blowing up my phone. This was back in the day. He was blowing up my little home phone. I said, I'm not answering the phone from this jerk off. But... uh. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all. we, we got to understand sometimes this ain't meant to be, you know, sometimes you, you sometimes you don't have to call people back. Sometimes they just know it's the wrap. I'm not going to really waste my time. Back in the day, I'd be like, I'm not wasting my time of explaining why it's not going to work unless it was a valuable friendship or something like that. Where I was like, hey, I'm not really feeling you and you're not feeling me. I made them feel like they weren't feeling me. I'm like, now nah, you ain't feeling me. So it's over, you know what I mean? Because I felt like there was valuable friendship or I had a friend that I might want to pass them to. Not because we were intimate, we no intimate situation, but it just was dating. It just didn't feel the chemistry wasn't right. So, you know, sometimes it's like this, this life, get over it. I mean, what you want, what you want from me? That's life, shoot, hard knocks.
0: Yeah, I, love
2: I am cracking up at these comments over here. I am so mad at Anna right
0: now about her <laughs> <furniture>. <laughs> Hilarious! Uh, all right, so our show is not just about talking about uh, issues or whatever. We are actually going to give people help tonight. Uh oh! And the way that we're going to do it, and Josh can probably smell the BS, uh, about to happen. Tori and Josh are going to do some role playing. Okay, here's the situation. Tori and Josh have been dating.
6: You don't do nothing with that. Uh,
0: Josh is a great guy. Wonderful guy. Just not good, not wonderful for you. So you're going to help the ladies on how to get rid of Josh, but do it in a in a <laughs> nice way.
6: Oh, man, that's hard. Okay. So, can we talk?
4: No, sure. Absolutely.
6: Okay. Listen. I am progressing in my life. And I just think that we're in two different stages. I think that right now... I'm trying to move forward, and you're a little stagnant, maybe. Uh, And I think you're a great guy. I just don't think you're the right fit for me. Is that okay? I'm sorry. I don't mean to hurt you.
1: Oh no, she's not. No, that seems like it. (laughs) <laughs> Don't
6: cry if do you need a tissue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh my god. I was trying
3: not to laugh, but I had wow. to laugh. She's like, Don't cry if you need a tissue. What <laughs> 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 oh <my>, happened <laughs> oh, <wow>, <laughs> here? here. Oh my oh my
6: god. God.
1: Get <laughs> tissue. For tissue. I'm a
6: savage. I'm
0: sorry.
1: Get
3: off
0: the <laughs> tissue. <laughs> for God's sake. God oh my god has anyone ever had someone cry when they were breaking up
3: yes i have
0: Mm. like what do you do in that situation
3: i don't know i don't i got i got real numb and weird it was weird i just kind of put my hand on they on they on their shoulders like hey stop cut it out i got tissue and i'm saying something really stupid to make them laugh and they cried and laughed at the same time so i've had Mm. okay you know so I just try, because I, I really, I know I know I kind of come off like, you know, because I'm a Taurus, but I really don't like to hurt people's feelings. I really don't. I, I really don't. I know it don't seem like it, but I really don't like hurt people's feelings. So I have to, so I kind of try to make them laugh. I don't know. I'm, I'm silly and goofy, like I'm a nerd. So I'll just make them laugh because it's very awkward. Even when my clients, if my clients bust out, they can say that they lost their son. They can say they lost whatever. They will always find some kind of humor and something I say, and they'll laugh and feel better. So people do call me to feel better. But I'm not really, it's just kind of awkward when people bust out crying. I mean, it's a normal emotion. Um, and I back in the day, it was difficult. Now it's easy for me to deal with people crying. But back in the day, that would be a really weird thing. You know, what do you do? Just touch their shoulder or hug them or something like that? Because I don't want no tears. You know, back then like I don't want no tears on my outfit. Uh, but you know, I kind of touch their shoulder and be like, Oh woo woo, don't stop that, don't cry, you know. Oh, it's all good. Quit that cry, girl. What's wrong with you? Quit that cry, boy. What's wrong with you? I'm you know? kinda
6: there's this meme, right? And like um, I'm sorry to cut you off. Right. Um, there's this meme and like it's this woman like hanging over the toilet. She's obviously upset or like throwing up or something. And somebody has a broom and they're being like there, there. Like that's how I am when people start crying. Like I don't know what to do. Like I, like you want an ice cream cone? Like what do you do? Like, <laughs> oh. Oh. give my ice cream. That's what you do. You give my ice cream when
3: somebody starts
1: crying. I don't want
4: ice cream. I want the last three months of my life back.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
3: How dare you break up with this gentleman?
1: <laughs> I know,
0: he's so evil. <laughs> he's like, let
3: room uh, out.
0: You think a good way, a good parting gift is one last, uh, in the hay?
7: Uh, absolutely not. Mm-mm. No, because because sex is people glue. You know, if you want to have someone leave your presence, you don't want to add more of the thing that's going to make them want to go, you know, do I have a chance? And you're like, "Mm, no, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to lead somebody on that way. I don't. I'm not gonna
3: build a further soul tie with them. We already got a soul tie because we've been smashing for a while. So, no way that I'm gonna continue on with the soul tie and have Thank them you. You're on my energy. I'm gonna have to break the soul tie. So I'm have to do it again. I don't think so. Oh, if I'm not feeling them and I want it over, why would I jump in the hay with them? Uh, let you
0: me know, let that's me what you let did me, when you was a teenager. Let me give you this. Maybe, maybe the nice thing to do is just to wean him off of the, the vagina, you know. Just no. To no, them no them. Nobody, I'm <laughs> gonna go. Yeah. Alex, yeah, nice pass from it. how you gonna just make him quit cold turkey? Uh, you know? it'll
2: be all right, it's over, he'll be all
0: right. Uh, it yeah,
2: is over now. I'm sure you been hung up, hung up the phone, or left their presents, and he got something else lined up anyway. Go on with that foolishness. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that's. Nice
3: he,
0: gonna going.
2: At, uh, he gonna be sitting at he gonna be sitting at
3: the club. My girlfriend dummy me, so i like, oh, hey, hey, and they'll give him something that night. We gonna play this
7: game. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that's a nice parting gift, you know.
7: Yeah, a, a, a kiss. goodbye kiss was okay, like a goodbye you know, kiss, like. Bye. You know what? Uh, have a nice life.
0: <laughs> you guys, you guys know who Derek Jeter is, the baseball player. Yeah. 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 What he would do is when he would, when he was done with women, he would give him like a gift basket of, of stuff. It was like his parting gift basket because he always wanted the relationship to end nicely.
2: That's actually pretty cool.
7: Yeah. I saw
0: that in
2: a movie he once. That was on uh, that gift basket and how that relationship ended. It might end up in your face.
3: Uh, <laughs> I want a breakup basket. Where's my
0: breakup basket? <laughs> yes,
3: dude, all I got is a, a left shoe that they left of
0: my house.
3: No, I'm yeah, he, would
0: throw, <laughs> he would throw an autographed baseball in there. He said, like, Hey, you can sell that on eBay if you like. You know, uh, some, you know, some, uh, uh, some lotions and
3: whatever. And I was like, like I was like, Montarium game for a breakup. that would be a nice breakup gift to somebody get. I, you know what? I'm gonna tell y'all this. Speaking of that, I'm glad you brought that up. I had yeah. a. I'm not gonna say. I'm. Yeah, I have a associate of mine. She gave a truck. She gave her ex a truck as a parting gift. I was oh, like, wow. oh, I said, that's the best breakup gift I've ever saw. Wow. Yeah. Did
0: she break up with me?
1: <laughs> right. That's how I was. Damn. I was
3: like, cute. I was like, I love you. Let's get together." I
1: know. <laughs> I, I love, you. love you. Let's get like, together. And like like then I'm gonna break up to...
3: with you tomorrow. We ain't gonna do nothing. I'm gonna break up with you tomorrow just so I can get the truck. Give me a truck too. If you get a truck. You get a truck. Everybody get right. a truck. You <laughs> Not know if what? everybody
7: is Oprah though. <laughs> that's a that's a good though. That, <laughs> might, be
0: good yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, that might be a good business. Give it for breakups. Shoot, give me one
0: that might be a good business uh the break the breakup gift basket you know you can buy it to for you know the ladies or the fellas you know
3: you, you, you got me back. you got my mind on something now i'm gonna put that on my website and be like uh, yeah. breakup. I'm, I, first of all i got breakup oil. i'm gonna break i'm gonna do a breakup. uh a breakup. uh something i figured something out thank you
7: that's a good idea i'm writing it down right now you am mm. uh, gonna monetize that <laughs> Man. you need help breaking up. I'll make up your breakup basket. Here, I'll and then you'll. There's the hookup. Th- are there a breakup gift cards? Uh,
0: probably yes, not. there are. There they are? Oh, wow. at the store. Yeah.
7: Oh wow.
3: i have never got Starbucks. Starbucks That's a lot of effort.
2: Five dollars Starbucks. Yeah.
6: <laughs> One cup of coffee for breaking up with me. <laughs> i
1: mean i i don't know but people don't
3: really get think about it though when people get divorces and if they like you know if they got to pay child support or alimony or they got to split the house up and things like that they get stuff they get breakup gifts too technically Technically.
0: has anyone ever has any has anyone ever been offended about someone breaking up with you like what you breaking up with me like yeah
1: <laughs> you said yeah. I, I did. <laughs> hey, what happened? What happened? You got to...
7: okay. No, one square over the doctor. <laughs> yeah. It
2: was
0: A mirror. she um. Oh, it was mirror. You said that.
3: Yes, yeah. I said that. Okay, so let me tell you guys this real quick, so I could um, so I'm trying not to laugh so hard in trying to get this story out to you. Okay, so first of all i got with this particular person and it was kind of like i was bored and i have nothing else to do with my life i was this is my younger days y'all so don't judge me but I was like, this was back in the day so i didn't have anything else to do with my life you know i was in between you know i had broke up with my um my high school sweetheart and uh i was like well there's like, oh, you know how people try to hook you up with somebody, you know, the, the little blind date. And I looked at him. I don't know. He was like really weird looking. Um, and I don't mind weird, but he looked really weird. Almost um like a Ewok or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He looked like an Ewok. Um, and, and he so happened to like Star Wars too. So that didn't help. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I like Star Wars. So we had that in common. So I'm trying to go with the points of unity, of trying to build a friendship, you know. So we dated for a little while. And but I wouldn't sleep with them. I just I just couldn't because he looked like an Ewok. And you know, um, so what happened was. He wind up. Um, I, I went. We went to. The, I went to a mall with one of my girlfriends, and I saw him at the mall. I mean, girlfriend. I, you can't really say that anymore. Back in the day, you could say that without people thinking that you. you no,
1: know. no.
3: Girlfriends meant like housework. Yeah, yeah. My friend, a, a friend of mine, it's a female friend. We're cool, platonic, and all that. Okay. So we went to the mall, and he had the nerve to be walking around with the Jezebel of of, our, of the school. He was walking around with this Jezebel. And then I was like, he was like, when he saw me, he was like, security. And I said, What? I said, the narrow you look, Ewok look yourself. How dare you try to break up with me to be with this little ugly girl? And then the girl, she was like the prostitute of the, the school.
2: He just wanted some goods. Uh, That's all Yeah, I wanted he was like, girl. That's I
3: just wanted something. You weren't gonna give me none. You were damn right I wasn't gonna give you none of this. Right. But yeah, so anyway, he broke up with me, so to speak, because I wouldn't give him the
2: Yummy. So he looked like a forest creature.
3: You know, and then he he does look, he look like Ewok. If I showed y'all him right now, he's on my Facebook friends. <laughs> so shout out to you, Ewok homie. Was he covered in fur? <laughs> he, yes, he was very hairy <laughs> back of his neck. Like you could tell, like the back of his neck was like you know, like hairy, like it stood up. He just and then he had glasses. Like really? I've never seen an Ewok that wore glasses. So yeah, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of funny. That was like the nerve of him. And you know what? Look, I'm here to mention his name is Patrick. So I'm gonna call him out. You know, since we go call out things.
2: <laughs> After, his name was Patrick. Oh, she that's is horrible. being served.
3: There you First go. of all, Patrick with your little funny uh ewok looking self. How dare you try to break my heart at <laughs> <of> high school? <laughs> you know, you was a mercy date anyway. I didn't oh, oh. oh, wow. laugh
2: at You are such a tourist and I love it. Hilarious. <laughs>
1: Oh, I am too. I'm Toris. I can't go in there. the video. Text. I'm
3: taking stuff for. Yeah, you look like an Ewok
0: <laughs> or
2: Neo. Oh
0: or... I'm you know. also Toris, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, poor Neo and the Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting it. This man.
7: I'm going to be crazy over <on> <laughs> I kind of like geeky, nerdy guys, like I because do too. they're smart and they're funny and they know that. know their face might not be all that but they're still kind and like they have all these other attributes they bring to the table and and like geeky nerdy guys are usually like into some some interesting things and so maybe they could teach us some things you know okay
3: you know all they can do is teach me how to catch uh ants with his tongue
7: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: wow I mean, I'm dating guys who are, you know, considered to be unattracted to some some people. But there was had to be something else about them. Like, I can't. It's just certain things that I don't like. Like, if your shoes are like run over. Mm-mm, no.
1: Um, you gotta know how to dress.
2: I can't, mm, mm, no. <laughs> it's
1: just A gotta be able to be put bad, together,
2: yeah. And then he I smelled like
3: Skittles. It. Did I leave that out? And he smelled like Skittles.
1: If that he was smelled bad, like candy?
2: Yeah, he smelled like Skittles. Be like, sir, you might have a yeast infection. I don't mm-mm. I was
3: like, oh, I, I didn't
2: even kiss him. He him. <laughs> I
3: like talking to, you know, I, I've been, <laughs> been cool with somebody that um got like talking to over the telephone. And then when we got in person, it was gross. I didn't want to talk to him in person. I just like talking over the phone because we had a really, it was fun because he was a nerd and he liked good stuff that I like. I was a nerd. He's a nerd. And we like, well, I didn't know I was a nerd at the time, but I finally realized I had my awakening into nerd. About a year ago, so I found out when I was a nerd, and I'm like, Yay, shout out to the roof nerds in the house, anyway. So, once I had my awakening of nerd, um, you know, I did always like nerds, I like nerds, I like the nerd with the uh, a thug life edge. That's (laughs) (laughs) probably wow, that's a rough that's that's niche right there. I've always my husband's kind of like that, he's a nerd with the
7: Thug life life
3: energy. Yeah. you know what i mean hard worker thug life energy. Mm-hmm. and i'm, I I'm always been attracted attract to those kind of guys we
0: we did it we did a show years ago about uh uh gangsta nerds years ago it was on the spotlight <laughs> so that's pretty funny maybe i should bring that one back
6: i went on a uh, date but- with this guy right and he was a total nerd and like He was talking about cosplaying, LARPing, and we had a lot in common because I'm a nerd too. But he was so nerdy that I actually went... (laughs) My homeboy hit me up and I had him be my wingman and I completely made up the story like, oh my god, I haven't seen him in like 15, 20 years and he was my ex-boyfriend and I have to go. (laughs) And the guy bought it and he had like drove like an hour and a half to come see me. Like, I'm such an asshole.
0: (laughs) Now, I know that uh, uh, a lot of our panel is married or in significant relationships, but I do want to bring up something. If you guys can think back to when you guys were, um, when you guys were um, on the market Um, or it could happen recently. Uh, Especially with COVID happening last year, a phenomenon I've noticed that's on steroids is the reaching back in the Rolodex of past lovers or past boyfriends or girlfriends. And I've been talking to other people, they've been saying all of a sudden these people are coming out the woodwork that they've had, you know, situations with in the past. And there's a couple of ways that it goes down, right? So, like, Mosaic will get a call from you know some guy, and he goes, "Oh, I'm just checking on you to see how you're holding up during uh, uh COVID," <laughs> right? And then you're like, "Oh, my, me and my family, we're good, we're fine. Uh, are you still married to that guy?" <laughs> you know, they get, they want to kick the tires. They want to kick the tires. Yeah, it
2: happens. It happens.
0: So I I was wondering, has anybody had anyone kick the tires? Man.
2: (laughs) I have somebody I can't get rid of. Um, (laughs) 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 It's been 24 years. Uh, So my ex we were together like 10 years strong on and off for 20 <laughs> but um he um he he still makes his presence known <laughs> so he comes around he comes to family functions at times and, and stuff like that but um every now and then like because we usually talk like every morning and um uh, every now and then he'll say like. Um, did he get deported yet? Because <laughs> my husband's African, <laughs> and I'm like, no, he's not going anywhere. And but he'll do that. And sometimes I'll get, um, like, I had an ex that was from Ghana. He'll he'll check in from time to time. Like, oh, I was thinking about you. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> but it, like, it's, you, it, dudes do that. But like, most people, like the guys I've talked to. They know I'm married because they're like friends with me on Facebook, but it's only Steven and Ra who who will check in. Ra not so often, but Steven is always around. Like even though he's in Florida right now, he has another girl and everything. And um uh, but he will call and be like, Hey, and, you know, when you gonna get rid of him? So and i am be like, I'm not, he's not going anywhere. He's not. I love him. I
1: love him. I, like, okay. Love that's kind of okay.
2: Yeah, he's he's a Virgo. There, he, he's he's a oh, car. okay. Never mind. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, he's a Virgo. Yeah. You ain't never
3: My door. ex-husband was a Virgo.
2: Never. I can't mm. get rid of him. He just won't go away. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> So he's a he stalker. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. so what I told him on dad's. Are you going to be my stalker all my life? And, and like, even he, um, so my, my aunt was in town from Michigan and he came because we were all from Michigan mm-hmm. and he came around and she was like, oh, it's good to see you, Steven. And so he said, oh, don't worry. I ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and he said okay. that. Oh, he means it too. He's not going to work, So like. I guess she's like, yeah, he's just around. I'm just glad he doesn't live in Ohio anymore because he did move here and he moved him out down the street from my house. So just, no. you
1: know,
2: once he realized that he can't get me away from my husband, yeah. he moved to Florida. And mm. so I'm just happy he stayed down there with, oh girl, mm-hmm. I hope he married her or something. Like, you know, be happy, go be free. But he, he's like, she ain't doing this and She won't he do that. he
3: will be life. holding on to that last little hope, bit of hope. I'm telling you, he be done married her, had 5.2 children, and still be holding on to that last little hope. This Negro just invited me.
2: Hold on. He just invited me to come to Jamaica with him. And oh, girl, I was like, um, excuse you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not happening to me. Like, I can't oh, steal man. you away from him, even on your birthday? No. That would be on your birthday. birthday.
1: <laughs> but no, <laughs> bold. <laughs> yeah, he's bold. I, he's
0: very bold. La- last year, especially during COVID, I was getting a lot of uh, exes kicking the tires.
2: I you, can't say.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I understand the reason why. I mean, you know, I'm pretty awesome. But <laughs> beyond that, beyond that <laughs> is. This is the thing I noticed, but this is the thing about ladies I've noticed. It's, you know, it's quarantine, you know, you gotta be careful who you're around, all of that kind of stuff. So you go back and you go, go with, you know, you go with, you know, <laughs> and then also a lot of women don't want to up their body count and they know what they're going to get, you know, sexually so it's a win-win right
3: these some of these women these little some of these little uh little coin snatches um (laughs) excuse me do not (laughs) what i'm just keeping it real i mean some of nowadays women some of these women don't care and i mean Mm -hmm. i'm not calling all women that y'all know for a fact i'm not talking about some of these because they because they'll be like oh you're slut shaming me no i can have as many things as the men have if i want to have five sexual partners i would do that because they do it
7: all that energy
3: you know it's that's all a about lot of people in the bed,
7: really that's just like,
3: crowded. yeah that's what they, that's what they do now so they you know they don't care about that that's why i call them coin snatchers uh coin snatches um so it, you know they don't care about how many bodies they stack men are more about the uh bodies they snatch i mean it's really some men out here that really like not about that life. You know what I mean? Nowadays, I mean, switching, switching the roles now. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Um, so I don't really think that a lot of women care about that. Some, some do, obviously. Some right? do
0: though. Some do, I think do. a lot of it is you want to go. Like, if you're going to add to your it. number, if you're going to add to the your number. Thing you- that you want to go to something that you know is tried and true i think
3: it's more comfortability and right. the fact that they know that person i i don't think it's about the body system but i think it's about the comfortability um and they know what a person will or will not do you know what i mean so you know you can trust that he's gonna talk to this person this person or you can trust that he's gonna stick to this one old girl that he's been talking to when he's talking to you so or you could trust that he you save with him because he's good old reliable drop dead Fred, you know? So he's gonna, you know, just be with you, you know.
2: So I've been there. In a lot been. of cases, you know. Even with you know. my ex, like that's why me and him were on and off so much. Like we were together for 10 years, like straight. Mm-hmm. And then we're on and off for mm-hmm. 10. Because I'm not gonna go back to just you know, I would just like if I'm gonna deal with some bullshit, I just deal with Steve. Like <laughs> that's how, how I felt about it. But now I'm like, I don't even want to deal with his bullshit. So that's why I got married to my husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's like, you know, it, my husband is amazing. But my like, and he was a good guy. My ex was a good guy. He just has his ways and he's too controlling for me. I can't. Was it the Virgo? Yeah, it's the Virgo. It's oh, eight. Lord.
3: Run, run. Hide your ladies. Hide your purses. And then, <laughs> you,
1: know, you would understand. Hide your children. You know, my Venus
2: is Gemini, so and his Venus is Virgo. It ain't working. Mm. It's
1: yeah.
2: not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, be.
0: real real quick, what's everybody's sign? I, I'm a Sagittarius.
7: Oh, that explains a lot.
0: I'm a Sagittarius. Yes, t- that <laughs> does explain a lot.
7: Yeah. Turn up your mic or get closer to your mic or something. can It's really like atmospheric, and love- I have headphones on.
5: Yeah, okay. just get close.
7: I yeah. know it's just me. I'm like, well, am I deaf today or what? what no, no, thinking. it's a distance to a mic thing. Like some mics will is, pick up nice and sweet, and right. some
2: depends. Some of our mics are directional. Yeah. So I and then the other thing about why I think me and Kent take it along so well now because he's that. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Taurus, but my moon and my rising are both Sagittarius. So I love you and I'll cuss you the fuck out at the same time. So
7: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's good to right. have friends like that, though. You know, <laughs> like just it right yeah, real. We're, we're, we're.
0: I'm what are you Taurus. Anna?
7: oh I'm, I'm Scorpio <laughs>
0: Scorpio Josh yep. what are you uh Capricorn Capricorn uh, lamb what are you cancer cancer um okay. Tori okay. oh wait Tori's not here uh what about you uh dr Amira what uh, you said
3: I'm a, it. I'm a Taurus moon Taurus. and I'm a Taurus Sun so oh, okay. I am like double jeopardy up in this piece yeah Uh-oh.
2: I, a I
0: friend of mine know. on
1: this,
0: on those, uh, with the sage
1: with
3: the moon and the rising. Mm. So, okay, it is what yeah. it is. Tori, what's your sign, Tori? What's your sign? I'm
0: Tori? a Taurus. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm oh, cool. in the room. <laughs> Taurus hashtag Taurus is bow out. Yay. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Cancer Lamb, uh. How much important is uh experience in the bedroom to you?
5: Uh very important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was quick.
5: That was, <laughs> that <laughs> that was that's that's the, the deal breaker. So we're not doing any uh let's get married uh, wh- you know as a virgin type thing, or you know, let's let's uh, let's see where this relationship goes in a few months or something like that. If I don't know up front, it ain't going down
0: oh wow so you don't want to uh, you don't want to lump you don't want to uh, mold the the clay
5: uh never
0: <laughs> really wow.
5: diana's here never yeah. never never never
0: okay wh- what about you josh how important is uh sexual experience
4: um hmm, on a scale of what
0: one to ten with ten being the highest
4: ten being the highest so i'd say
0: you know what? I go ahead and say two. Oh, okay. Wow. So you, are,
7: you,
0: so you, you're okay with she don't know anything. You you want to be the teacher?
4: I I don't know about being a teacher, but
7: um, sensei, you know, bring out the, the, the candles and the. Incense. No, I don't know. Not no, no. No,
4: nothing like that. It's just <laughs> you know, when it comes to doing these things, having physical relationships, yeah, you carry over some things from previous relationships, but. A lot of it, I think, does include starting over from scratch. Mm -hmm. So you're learning each other as you go along.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you think about sex and you think about, uh, you know, someone's um, uh, where they're at sexually, it's a combination of mainly two things. Uh, The physical experience, the actual touch, and also the memories, right? Mm -hmm. The actual memories. So if you think about it like this, let's say someone started having sex when they were 14 years old, 15 years old, and then they're now 35, right? If you could take a pill that would wipe out your, all your sexual memories, you would be technically 50% a virgin. <laughs> think about it. And okay. then if you had vaginal rejuvenation, uh. Uh, surgery Why
2: does it need to be rejuvenated?
0: And that's what they call it, you know, it then, does. You're
1: twi-
0: then you're 20, then you're no, no the
1: Everything's
3: good You done took it down to the shark feed and it's had somebody problem. to break your ovaries letting all these big, you know I'm talking about, <laughs> <laughs> things go in you and knocking your
7: walls
2: off. Cervix, I, yeah. I would hope.
7: I've had three Think kids. I've had I've birthed three three babies through my, you know, vaginal everything. You don't and have everything. to, to knit. <laughs> You don't have to it it rejuvenates on its own. Just give it some, some people, time. Know, but a, some people don't. Well, there's a exercises male? and jade yeah. eggs and there's things. <laughs> but if you... I I sell them, but the, I'm I'm
3: trying to tell you, do you understand? I do yummy stems for people and sometimes it just ain't it's bad. This is all oh. bad.
1: Okay.
3: okay. And sometimes a little stitch, stitch? Yeah. And sometimes you, people just uh, ain't because they let too much, let too many objects go inside of them that don't need to be there or it's too rough or they just nasty and trifling and filthy and they'll get with every Tom, Dick, and hair literally um, Tom's dicks. Yeah, and
0: Harry. But if, but if you think about it, <laughs> too, if you think about it too, then there's the ghost, residual ghost of the dicks of the past. So... The, every time you just
7: cut soul ties, that's easy, that's not a problem, right?
0: Yeah, I, I call them ghosty, but um, that kind of <laughs> like that that hot that, that your vagina, you know, uh, until you know the end of your days. But I met like, my
7: husband when I was 17, I've been having sex with him since, for almost 35 years. It gets mm-hmm. better as you get older,
3: it does, so it's
0: a part, it yeah, but you don't, but you don't have like a lot of ghosts. So, I mean, I
7: mean, I've I've had other people that I have dated.
2: Huh? Uh, What are the ghosts? I mean, what are the significance of the ghosts? What are they doing to you?
0: No, no, they're not doing anything. They're just kind of hovering around, you know, you know, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Cosmic (laughs) sex
7: going (laughs) on.
0: You never heard heard that thing where that that old commercial where it said uh, every time you have sex with somebody, you have sex with all of your partners.
3: Yeah, and then you have the door you open the wall and you see uh hello Bob, Jimmy, and all them still up in there, right? Y'all seen but, the-
0: you know what I do though? Every time I have sex with a woman, I I get some sage and I burn it and I just let the smoke go around the vagina.
7: You know and then, what? And then you literally <laughs> your women, this is different.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you just <laughs> see the ghost. Girls-
3: Listen, I mean my uh Yomi. Now nah, that's not gonna work now. Nah, let's just you know Then you're gonna be tasting smoke. You ain't gonna have my stuff smell like no smoke. Um we go through
7: too much to get clean for that. Yeah, I mean
3: you know, you might as well get a cigarette. I mean, no, I might do that and, and you know, I, I still sage and I love sage like the next person. I'm burning sage right now as we speak, but that's not the point. I'm not, it's just certain areas I just don't put the sage. But you know, no, and and for me, I really, to be honest with you, I really don't care about the experience because we can learn together. I want somebody. I've I've always prided myself, and this is like I know that I've, you know, um, I've had some experience in dating, right? But for me, I just want somebody that's gonna, you know, my my goal was to just want somebody that's going to appreciate me. I appreciate them and we connect and have fun and be like my best friend, but lover and all those good things that we both want and all about how they treat me. And so for my husband, let me tell you something. When I first got with my husband, I never looked at him to even know whether or not he was attractive. You know what I mean? I didn't look at my husband until after I moved Until we moved in together. And one day he was talking, it was right before we got married. And I was like, Wow, you are attractive. I just not realized that because people kept telling me, you know, your husband really (laughs) attracted your boyfriend, whatever. He's kind of cute. And I was like, Really? I was like, Girl, I don't be paying no attention to that. You know, it was just the way that this Leo individual treated me. And it was the way that we connected, our bond, and stuff like that. Not to be cliche, but it was just more about that. So I really didn't care about how many partners he had or did not have. It wasn't about that. I just want to make sure he's clean and make sure we ain't got no uh, venereal disease. That was more, less. I was more. That was more my thing. You know, I didn't care about how he was, or wasn't in bed, none of that. Uh, because when you care about somebody, that will get better you know what i mean it will be good once you once you start caring about that person because you all are connecting on that spiritual level. i'm not being funny i'm just telling you and once y'all start connecting on that spiritual level you don't really care about all that you know what i mean you don't care about the size and the non-size of the bigness the thickness and all that other stuff as long as you all tell each other hey i like this can you kiss my neck can you touch my feet can you tell me you love me you know what i mean Hey, what are we gonna do today? When you start building a family, y'all connecting, you don't care about all that. You try to get in when you can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I really don't, you know, I would really don't trip off of bodies and how many people he done been being with or not been with, you know. But let me say this. Now I, I think it now, only thing I would for me, for me, um, if you're you know, you're with someone, you connect with them. And you really care about them. Now, if we go out, I don't want to go out and they do be with, you know, everybody in the whole club. Now, that's something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody in the club, they'd be like, hey, Bobby. Hey, that's my man. I'd be like, dang, Bobby. Now, that's kind of too much. Now, even if I don't care if he is a man, I still don't want to be with a man that, that didn't have half of the club. And we in the vicinity of everybody he slept with. You know what I mean? No, I, that's, that is a turn off in that regard. So I will say that. I said all of what I said to say that I don't want to be in the vicinity of all of my husband's ex-sexual partners. OK, that's really too much. And if it's a whole bunch, if it's a boatload and they are coming off the ship, you know, like, hi, Bobby, hi. You know what I mean? But, that's too much. And I, I
0: just want to say I, I was kidding about the sage on the vagina. But
1: <laughs> we know you were saying dumb. We, say we knew that. No, there's,
0: there's gonna be somebody out there that's gonna be like, I can't believe he does that. Well they're
2: dumb if they believe that, but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: but who knows? I might start doing it. My but, uh, husband
2: is popular, so it's like, you know, there's always women in his face because he's a grio. And so he's at everybody's wedding, baby shower, birthday party, you name it. And they always be like, get him back, get him back, chilling us. Yes, they want him to sing for him. They want him, you know, they want him. They want yeah. to see him dance and stuff like that. So I don't, but I know his his body count is pretty low. But I don't care about none of that. And like and even with him, he was just like, you know, that was before me. Um, even though I don't have like a real high body count, but he was just like, that's before me. I don't care about that. I'm with you now, and that's mm-hmm. who you with. So
1: right.
0: Well. Um, one last thing before we go, I want to talk about, I love you and I'll be honest with you, that was something I've always struggled with in relationships, when to say it, whatnot. And I've had people say it to me and I didn't necessarily, it wasn't like I didn't care for them or whatever, but. Maybe I didn't, I wasn't sure I was there, you know? So like, I remember there was this girl I was dating and, you know, we have been dating for a couple of months or whatever, or, you know, several months. And we were having this really nice time out. And then she said, you know, I love you. And I really didn't feel it back, but I couldn't just leave it hanging. I mean, what am I gonna say? Well, I don't love you. You know, uh, so I said, "I love you too," because I'm a Christian. Because I'm a Christian, and I love everybody. Oh. No, no, I didn't say that. I didn't, say
1: that.
0: I, I, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I was just like, "Oh," and I just hugged her. You know, and, and I could see the look on her face, like, "Wow, this fool ain't gonna say it back." You know. So, what do you do in a situation? Uh, we'll we'll go to Tori first because Tori has to be. Uh When when someone tells you I love you and you it, like them, but you I don't do. necessarily
1: love them back.
6: Yeah, I've said I love you. Oh, I have. I've been that person to be like I
1: love you too. Uh, you know, like
6: I don't want okay, to. I wish that they would uh, not have said it. <laughs> Uh, especially when it's too soon You're like oh boy This, this escalated quickly You know <laughs> But yeah I've definitely been that person To say it back Just so I don't hurt them I'm one of those people that I really don't like Hurting people I might have been savage with Josh earlier But like I'm really not that way Like I will, I will say things That I don't mean Because I don't want to hurt people And that's not right I just needed to change that about myself, but I'm, I'm a people pleaser. So I hate hurting feelings. I hate people mad at me. So I will like go out of my way to make sure that they're not, you know, but I'm sorry. I got to go, but I love you guys. And it
3: was really fun doing this. I don't believe it. Nice, nice <laughs> to you fellow Taurus. And thank yes. you. Uh, bye, right. guys. Thank you. Yes. Taurus love.
0: I love you, Tori. I love you. Bye. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 So, Lam, have you ever been in that situation where someone told you they loved you and you weren't feeling the love back? He's a cancer. Uh, he loves everybody. All the time. So how do you you handle it? Do you be honest and say, oh, I don't love you?
5: Uh, No, that conversation doesn't come up. Mm. I don't place myself in a position uh, where the potential is to escalate anything. So now the onus is on them to come out and say how they feel. And if they say that, if they broach the subject, then I deal with it then.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. So wait, how do you, but how do you control that? I mean, you can't control somebody loving you lamb
5: uh no, you can't
0: <laughs> so uh I mean you got to show me that jedi mind trick
5: yeah, it's, it's a piece it's a piece of cake you gotta be comfortable with yourself
0: mm that's true that's true what what about you Josh? Have you ever been in that situation but I feel like you love pretty hard
4: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a little story real quick. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm going to preface this with I've only been in two relationships where that has ever come up, and I'm going to tell you about the first one. Uh, I was I was dating a girl I was working with, and uh, I, I'm not even sure how it started. I th- think she talked me into asking her out. Um, that, that's the way it, I seem to remember it in a way, which I was not against she was very attractive and um we went out a few times and I had you, you remember back in the day you you would burn CDs you know make your own mixes and and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so i had, I had made this CD and it was full of some of my favorite cover songs oh, and covers. Be, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's just the person I am, but a, a lot of the songs happen to focus around relationships and love, right? And I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because those are like all the best songs worth covering.
1: Um.
4: So we are getting through, and and I just got to that point in the in the relationship where I was comfortable doing my uh, mm-hmm. car karaoke. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was I was I was belting it, and um, we we had just gotten to uh, less than Jake's cover of the Partridge Family's "I Think I Love You," mm. and I'm just singing a song sitting in the passenger seat because she loves to drive, and when the song's over, she turns down the radio and is like, "You know, you can say it right." I'm like, say what? You can say it. And I'm thinking, like, I love you. And she looks at me. She's like, I love you too. I'm like, wait, what? What just happened? (laughs) And uh, (laughs) that's how the relationship went to the next level. Um, So, yeah, uh, other than that, if that even, you know, if that counts for what you're talking about. Uh, that's the only time where I kind of come to think of it. She might have tricked me into that too. I don't really think it was a good relationship. I'm glad we
0: broke up.
7: I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. Good to get wow. away from that one.
0: She yeah. did. I mind tricked you into Yeah, uh, she
7: did. She just, you know, last year with her, you know, truth lasso or something. Her hotness. Yeah. Her hotness. Yeah.
1: Nice. Wow! Wow!
0: Uh, uh, you've been off the market a long time, man. But have you ever had that happen?
7: <laughs> um, I remember in college, I think I had a, a guy uh, that I was dating briefly before Paige. It was one guy, and he was just kind of a hot mess, like altogether. Um. I think a lot of it was inexperience, and a lot of it was insecurity and a fair bit of alcohol and possibly a, an alcoholic <laughs> trait or something there. Um, but uh, I don't know if he said, I love you, but like, he, he always wanted to advance the relationship faster than I wanted to. And it just was like, mm, something, you know, when, when everything in your whole body is like, no, no, you just kind of, you know, shut that down pretty fast and I'm pretty sure I broke it off with him sometime after that because it's just, I don't know if he said I love you or if he was just trying to move in on like wanting to do more things physical and I was like 17 and I was just like, no, no, I don't really need to explore this further. I know where this goes and and I didn't want to do that with him, you know, which, you know, we just shut things down pretty fast. So which is, it was good to, to shut that down because I just uh, – I knew he was just, he was on a trail that was going to be pretty dangerous for him and anybody that was around him. And I didn't want to be participating in that, you know, he just, he would drink a lot and he would like drink Pepto-Bismol like it was soda. And I just thought, "Mm, there's, that's not healthy. (laughs) So, but that was, you know, that was one, one person. Yeah. Right. uh, Yvonne, Yvonne's like, you listen to your gut feeling. and like, yep.
0: It sounds yeah. it sounds like a uh, an interesting filler. feller feller. Yeah,
2: that's interesting.
0: The Pepto Bismol man.
7: Yeah.
2: This, yeah. Man, his, him, it'll turn your bowels black because you're eating too much iron.
7: Yeah, he was. He was. You know. And and it was funny because we only did for a few months. Um, when I first started at college, um, I started uh, July fourth, nineteen eighty-seven. It was a program that they had to test to see if you were you had the stuff to be a college student or not. So you were there on the, in the summer when everybody else was gone just to, to take some classes and see how you did Um the college transition program. And so, uh, you know, you, you're you around people all the time. Coupling up is going to happen. But I something in me just knew, nope, nope. And uh, it was good because that fall I was able to, get to know Paige better that far <laughs> because mm. I was free from that other relationship. So, yeah.
0: Now, Dr. Amira, I know when you were on the market, uh, you had a lot of, uh, I love yous. So how did you handle it? When you didn't feel it back?
3: <laughs> um, well, I would, I would be, you know what I, you know, um, I was very polite. I would just say, I have love for you. I good. have love for you. You good are good
0: answer.
3: You know what I mean. I have love. Yeah, nothing for you. nothing
0: but love for you, baby.
3: I love mm-hmm. every, and then I would say I love everybody. And I'll mm-hmm. and I'll just kind of you know, ju- you know, hit them in the shoulder, hit them on the shoulder, or pinch <laughs> their cheek and be like, "Good going, guy."
1: That's <laughs>
7: that's wow. wow! How old were you when you got that wisdom? That's that's really good.
3: Because <laughs> I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I'm a Taurus. We don't like hurting people's feelings, not for real. You gotta really do something to, for us to like go in. Um, but for me, I really didn't want to hurt people's feelings. And I really most people I try to keep on as a friend. I didn't purpose purposefully go out to try and make enemies of people and, or to hurt their feelings or to leave them walking away. You know besides you know doing parting gifts or anything like that i'm not doing a parting gift but what i will do is a nice nicety and try to make you feel uh better about yourself you know i say well dad at least she was nice to me you know she was nice right?
7: yeah yeah nobody can well, look back fondly go, I mean, oh,
3: that nice. smart you know, once love once love came into a picture you know junior high uh, grace, you know, grade school, junior high, even, even friends just in general. You know how your friends be like, Oh, I love you, girl. I'd be like, I got love for you. I got I mad love for you. Then, back in the day, when mad was out, you know, once you know, once uh, we started seeing different people from all over the country, like New York, because they'd be like, Mad love, everything is mad this or mad that. So mm-hmm. then, we then I started saying, I got bad love for you, baby. I got mad love for you. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much how, we would hand, how I would handle that. So I it wasn't, we yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> just
3: kind of kept it moving be like, okay. And then they was just like, did she just diss me? Probably, but it was <laughs> nice. All right.
0: So Mosaic, you, I know you had a bunch of uh, people professing they love. You still got people
1: professing <laughs> they love.
2: No, so like, like I said, I had been with Steve for a long time, so. Um, I didn't really have like guys like, like, oh, I love you, I love you. Now, funny thing, like when I met my husband, he was the first one to say, I love you. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know you like me, but you no, know, you don't love me. No. He's like, no, I'm serious. I love you. And I was like, no, nah, you, you know, that, that's cute. Oh, ain't that nice? <laughs> because I was really not feeling it because I um I had just kind of came out of a relationship. So I was like, there's no, but you know, and then the whole thing, like as soon as you step off the plane in Africa, they're like, I love you. I know I've loved you before you were in your mother's womb. You like, how did you even know me? <laughs> you're going to find a husband. It's like, if you, if you desperate for a man, you can go to Africa, you're going to find one. Um, whether or not he going to treat you right or not when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> that might be different, <laughs> but uh, yeah, my husband was the first one to tell me he loved me. So when he did, there's two things that um, he did that let me know that he was serious and that he really did love me. One was that he gave me this necklace. Aww. This um, necklace is from the Bifal, which is Motoree Brotherhood um, in Senegal. Um, there is a Muslim country and so this is a protection piece so when somebody gives you something that protects you that they think highly of you Um, another thing is uh, this bracelet the silver one that I'm wearing is a protection piece as well Um, and like if I take it off I like sometimes I get tired of wearing bracelets so I'll take them off he will bring it back and put it back on my arm (laughs) oh wow yeah he's like no you need to wear this it's good for everybody so but and then the other thing was um he he was trying to stay in the united states so he had started a situation and he ended that um because it was a business transaction so he ended that and then i was like oh okay dude is serious like you might be serious and he would tell me that he loved me, and I was like, "Oh, like." And then he does stuff like, "Oh, you really do love me."
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, but
2: I don't really. T- I don't just be saying the words like, "No," be like, uh-huh. Uh-huh, "Okay." <laughs> That's uh-huh. nice. That's cute. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So you said if a guy gives a wo- woman something to protect her, mm-hmm. um, that means he loves her. That's a good Yeah, that's
2: that, that, that he really thinks highly of you at that point because right. this is something sacred to them. Like this wood um is the same wood that they make their prayer beads and everything, uh but this is a special tree. Um and the actual the wood looks like it's been painted. No, the wood actually looks like this. The mm-hmm. light and the dark. Wow it comes out like that.
0: What if he gives her AK forty seven? Does that mean he loves her?
2: Uh, yeah, th- yeah 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 you sure know trust yeah,
7: involved them with too.
2: that i got an yeah. ar my brother gave me an ar i got that so uh and then also that's uh, good love my ex gave me a 10 millimeter um uh, so
0: i got one of them too I, <laughs> I am not i look i am if i ever go to your house i'm gonna make sure i call before i come yeah <laughs> a 10
2: millimeter. yeah and a assault rifle and we got we, we i like,
0: am not trying to get shot <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I want to thank this wonderful uh, panel. You guys were amazing. Uh, You guys are awesome. Uh, I'm going to start off with the ladies. Uh, Josh, wake up. Uh, I'm going to start off with the ladies.
7: (laughs) He's like, nah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Dr. Amira, how can we get you in social media and all that great stuff?
3: Okay. Well, y'all can hit me up on my Facebook, Dr. Amira Sankofa Kwali or Dr. Amira Quali. or you can go to my handy dandy uh, Instagram, Dr. Ask Coach on Instagram, or hey, you can really just do me a, a service because I do have my own website because I am an entrepreneur. So you can go to wwwask three one four lifecom So that is Amira Sankofa Kuali 314life as in the way you live, right? .com. So you can go there and reach me up on there and schedule timing or buy some products because I really would appreciate your services. Um, I am charming and you would definitely get what you get to get help if you need that help or you can buy something for a friend that may be a friend in need and here I will post it on the uh, face booker for you guys But you can reach me there or you can go to my email at ASK314life at gmail.com. I'm going to go ahead and mute. But I do appreciate everybody for inviting me, Kente, onto this platform. I had a blast and I love to laugh.
0: So thank you. And Uh, nice
3: to meet everybody. Great talking to you, Dr. I
0: And I have no problem saying that I love Dr. Amira. You're an amazing human being. And I'm oh, not gonna well. say
3: I got mad love for you. So I'm definitely gonna tell you I love you as well. See? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is so yeah.
0: cool. that is so free.
1: Yeah.
0: So cool. yeah, she's a like wonderful our black
1: homie.
0: <laughs> wonderful human being. Uh Anna, how can we get you in social media? And uh like what do you got? You have anything going on?
7: Um I've just been uh helping people uh with their um i've been helping a a select few with uh things that they need for their uh um their endeavors on live on live streams so i i have a a company uh it's called uh well it's it still is grow it's building stages but it's called comment curator um i've been a moderator before for things like this and uh, when people have conferences and so forth, I've helped them with their conferences and help people get to the right rooms and all that stuff. I can't say too much because I have NDAs, um, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, uh, but my uh, on social, most of the time you'll find me at uh, Anna Roundsville or Anna Donnafrio Roundsville on Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, I think I'm A Roundsville. Cause that's what was there. So, oh, and the engagement amplifier. Yeah, I've I've done that. Yeah. Well, like, well, no, I've do, I've done that. Uh, uh, not necessarily for pay, but like just uh, I've I've been um, I've been my services have been utilized. Yes. So. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Anna Roundsville at a lot of the socials. Uh, for some reason, I can't get into my Instagram because I I don't I think I offloaded my um. Uh, authentic, authentic, authenticity. Second, the, the the app the app you need to be able to get into your uh, your Instagram. So that's a thing that's happening. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm on I'm on TikTok, but I'm one of those people that go around and sprinkles love everywhere and and good comments and and stuff like that. I have like one video on my current TikTok over there. So, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much me
0: all right thank you so much
7: oh i had a good time by the way thank you for the invite
0: oh thank you all right lamb um you're not on social media you're not on you know i don't even do you even have an email Uh, no (laughs) wow this
7: guy is secret man (laughs) private
0: so i'm not gonna even ask you how to get in contact love that but I'll LinkedIn, say this. Maybe. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me pull up his uh, the uh, social media page I made for him, uh, and um, if you want to check out what this brother's doing, uh, he has uh, Lamb L A M Tennis Pro, and uh, you'll get you know some of his exploits uh, playing tennis, and uh, you know we have our our podcast that's coming soon. Called uh, No Pushers Allow, the tennis podcast. So we're going to be talking about tennis. Um, and look, I'm the I'm not an expert. I'm just uh, you know someone who appreciates uh, the game. And uh, but it's going to be fun though. It's not going to be a boring show. We're going to be talking match ish on the show. Um, and um, it's going to be not your mother's uh, tennis program. So we 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 always debate stuff who's better, this and that, you know, even though he's the pro, um, I'm always the one that's right. So, uh, you know, so it'll be fun. So uh, that is the uh, website. I mean, the, um, the uh, Facebook page, uh, LAM Tennis Pro. All right. Nice. All right. Thank you for being on the program and Joshua, how can we get you on social media and tell them about my debut on, (coughs) um, On uh, Friday.
4: Okay. Well, as always, you can find me on Twitter at skidcomic, or at Simicore Studios, or at WadcastPod. Pod. I don't really tweet, so yeah, you could find me there. But I'm just gonna be hanging around the back, probably you know, shooting some dice or something. Um, <laughs> really? You could uh, okay. go to the Facebook pages, facebook.com/slash Studios, or Uh, Facebook.com slash WODcast, or the WODcast. Yeah, just look up WODcast. You'll be able to see it. Uh, The the familiar banner of the white background and uh, white lettering and whatnot. That's where we broadcast live every 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Friday nights, it's the Writers, Actors, Directors podcast, where we talk about all of those things, plus every little spot on a set in between to, you know, Give shout-outs and give love to the, everybody that helps put a film or television production together. We get into some issues. We have special guests. Uh, and for instance, if you want to check out a nice two-hour conversation with director, writer, producer Henry Arnader, Uh, that was episode number 44, and he just released his new film called The Exchange, whom you might see a familiar face. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, check that out. It's on Vimeo. And this Friday, you might uh, you might hear another familiar voice. Kente will be joining the podcast as the third chair as we go three deep and tackling all of these uh, Hollywood issues when it comes to production and everything, basically, when it comes to production. I look forward to Kente joining us on a regular basis and really bringing his opinions to the table and brandon is um, is is our other host he's a great guy and we agree on a lot of things it's time to shake things up a little and get some some varied opinions at least that's yeah. what i think makes things I'm,
0: interesting. I'm the only one with a regular last name on the show uh your name is kid is shitty and his name is junk so,
7: oh, uh, that's
0: we would not be my a, last name.
7: I think it's be, shitty, like like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
0: No, no, no. We gotta say it like that. That would be a weird uh, law firm, the Shitty Junk Ferguson, Ferguson Law Firm. <laughs> that's oh, what I you called know. the one? Yes,
2: Junk. No.
0: <laughs> oh man!
4: And don't forget yeah. to subscribe wherever fine podcasts are sold. Yes. <laughs>
0: And last but definitely not least, the one that has all her exes still trying, hoping that that they can get back in the door. I mean, man, actually, I you should hire me just to be the sniper. So every time they run on your lawn, I can just
1: you know pop them off.
0: But uh, uh, no, how can we get you in social media? Oh, and it's just a side note. It, the question was asked who is on Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse. Mosaic is on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And uh also Anna is on Clubhouse as well. So uh Lamb could be on Clubhouse because he does own an iPhone. I've put him out on blast. He actually uh has
7: you have to be want to be social to do that, I think. Like, done- Lamb seems to be sidestepping tra- side all that noise. Like he <laughs> he likes he likes his quiet way too much. Just right. And my he's husband is not he's on that. social. He's my husband's not on social either, so yeah, he, he knows, he doesn't want any of his data out there. <laughs> well, So I appreciate Lamb. I'm
0: putting him on Go blast. See, not only is he on, has an iPhone, he has the absolute best iPhone you can have, so. Sure. But, uh, mm-hmm. but, good, anyway. good for him. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying. So yeah, we are all on <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Mosaic.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> yeah,
2: so you can find me on social media with, at Mosaic Star on Instagram, Twitter, and I'm a Mosaic Star on Clubhouse as well. Um, soon, I'll be launching uh, my my website is up, but it's just a landing page for my business, Missouri Y Two Beauty and Wellness. I make bath and body products that are all natural, and also sell natural herbs and stuff like that. And so you can find that at Missouri what uh, to beauty.com and also um if you want to give to something charitable i work for an organization that helps um adolescents um, and teens um, from t- age 12 to 24 we've helped them find housing uh also <laughs> back any type of resources that they need and they were having a a um a fundraiser um that's going on on the sixteenth is called Huckleberry House Sleep Out. So you can pledge to sleep outside for the night to experience what like kind of what homelessness feels like. Um, also, um, you can just Google Huckleberry House Sleep Out 2021. And if you would like to give a financial donation, that will greatly appreciate. It, it will go to great use. And we will be able to help a lot of children and adult young adults get their lives back on track. So that's all I have, Kente.
0: All right, all right, all right. And you can get me a Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. Of course, the website is indyradio.org. That's indyradio.org. Of course, Friday will I'll be on the Wadcast. Uh, Tuesday, uh Tory show and uh of course back uh next wednesday with an all new episode so you guys have a great rest of your weekend uh i love you and i mean it
2: uh- <laughs> oh that's <laughs> and- cute no
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tag
2: love you too for a kid day
1: and god bless you guys peace